0: This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog Zelma on Insurance. Today we're going to speak about why there is no right to collect indemnity from an insurance company after its policy limit is exhausted and why an insurer has no obligation to pay more than its aggregate limit of liability. Dennis Mucha sustained injuries after he was assaulted by employees of defendant MDF 92 River Street LLC doing business as the Wild Moose Saloon and the Birch, a bar in Hoboken, New Jersey, while a patron. Plaintiff Watt Specialty Insurance Company insured MDF, Watford filed a declaratory judgment action seeking a declaration that its obligation to provide insurance coverage to MDF arising out of Mucha's lawsuit were satisfied under its endorsement for assault and battery claims, and Watford's $1 million limit of liability had been exhausted. In Watford's specialty versus MDF at all, a Superior Court of Appeal Appellate Division, decision of December 22, 2023, the dispute was resolved. Mucha appealed from two law division or trial court orders entered on June 21, 2022, denying his motion for summary judgment. In granting Watford's cross-motion for declaratory judgment barring coverage beyond the $192,325.51 amount that was already paid to Mucha and that exhausted Waterford's aggregate policy limit. Mucha alleged defendants Matthew Garcia and Deshaun Brown, bouncers at the bar, negligently assaulted him, uh, resulting in severe and permanent injuries. Mucha alleged Garcia's and Brown's conduct was intentional, but having unintended results, and was malicious, wanton, and reckless. In his complaint, Mucha also alleged MDF recklessly, carelessly, and negligently failed to properly hire, retain, train and or supervise competent security resulting in his injuries the Watford policy was a commercial general liability policy that was issued to MDF the policy provided coverage up to one million dollars per occurrence and in the aggregate there were five losses during the relevant policy period including Mooch's claim. The bouncers were fairly active, hurting people. Watford advised its insured MDF regarding Mooch's claim, advising there was a sublimit of coverage for assault or battery-related claims up to $1 million per occurrence, and in the aggregate, Watford advised Mooch's counsel that there were five losses during the policy period, including Mucha's claim. The letter advised that as of December eighteen twenty twenty, 2020, the four other losses had been resolved for a total payout of $799,920.53, leaving a remainder of $200,079.47 on the policy's eroding limits. The trial court found that the facts of the case were more in line with that of an assault and wrongful eviction as claimed by Mucha to get around the assault and battery special limit, considering that the arbitrator found that Mucha was grabbed and pulled down the stairs by a security employee. When interpreting insurance contracts, appellate courts must first examine the plain language of the policy, and if the terms are clear, they are to be given their plain, ordinary meaning. Mucha, a business invitee, was forcefully removed from the bar as found by the arbitrator. The arbitrator's determination that a security officer grabbed Mucha and pulled him towards the stairs and then threw him down the stairs, resulting in the personal injuries, described events more in line with that of an assault than a wrongful eviction. Watford has consistently maintained that Mucha's claim arose out of an alleged assault perpetrated by MDF's employees. Waterford was not a party to the underlying lawsuit and could not file a trial de novo from the arbitrator's award. Moreover, Watford has always asserted it was only responsible for the remaining portion of the $1 million policy limit in its defense of MDF. The arbitration award in favor of Mucha did not bar Watford's amended declaratory judgment actions seeking to limit its responsibility to the remainder of the aggregate policy limits. The allegations in the amended complaint in the Mucha lawsuit, whether phrased as negligent assault or wrongful eviction, all arise out of the assault of Mucha by MDF's employees. Since the assault and battery exclusion precludes coverage for any bodily injury claim directly or indirectly arising out of an assault or battery, the exclusion applies barring coverage in excess of the aggregate limit for the special uh, assault and battery coverage. The Court of Appeal concluded that the trial court's decision was correct when it awarded Watford summary judgment, in my opinion. Watford lived up to its mistake in insuring the Bar Against Assault and Battery and paid out its policy limit of a million dollars to five different victims of its insureds bouncers. Adding insult to injury, Mr. Mucha tried to get around the assault and battery limit by claiming he was wrongfully evicted from the premises to obtain access to a different policy limit not covered by the special endorsement. The trial to do so failed, since throwing him down a flight of stairs was a clear battery and fit within the limit, and that every other claim, including the eviction claim, was a result of the assault and battery. This video was adapted from my blog, Zalma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone who clicks on the URL zalma.com slash blog. You can subscribe to the blog at that posting, and you will receive notice of all blog posts, usually five, sometimes six a week, and you'll have access to the more than 4,700 blog postings. Please tell your friends and colleagues about this blog and the videos and let them also subscribe. You can subscribe to the videos also for free by clicking on the links provided at rumble.com or youtube.com. And if you watch the videos, please click on the like button at YouTube or the thumbs up button on rumble.com if you wish further detailed information about insurance insurance law insurance claims and insurance fraud please consider subscribing for a very small fee to my substack publications thank you for your attention